welcome to Full Spirals, a podcast about how life can take you for a spin, but still leave you grounded. Stories of hope and healing through the arts and the absolute deliciousness of being human. I'm your host, Stacey Parrish. So, I was 100% convinced that this December episode was going to be focused on George Bailey and It's a Wonderful Life. After all, I talk about it in the welcome episode of Full Spirals because the film's main themes were a catalyst for this whole project. Shoot, I even named one of my kids after George Bailey. And you know, that movie more or less formed my basic philosophy on life when I saw it for the first time in 1986. It just seemed like such an obvious choice for this month's episode. But that's just not the direction my creative process took me in this month. So maybe next year, George. What happened instead was my learning a short but profound lesson in grounding and an analogous way to teach it to other people. So you want to hear it? Cool. So December 1st through the 5th, I embarked on my first silent retreat. It was a five-day online writing retreat called The Roots of Writing Practice. Absolute silence wasn't required, but we were encouraged to be silent as much as we could. Now, notice that this retreat was not called How to Write a Novel in Five Days or How to Get Published Tomorrow, but The Roots of Writing Practice. Practice. So I knew I was going to get dirty. In the month and a half leading up to the retreat, I'd been getting pretty clear about a few things, like learning to receive, to receive praise, resources, support, kind words from other people. I just don't come by it naturally. Having grown up in an abusive and transactional home, something about it just feels wrong. Like I don't really deserve it somehow. But what I've realized is that it isn't fair to the person who wants to offer something to me not to take it. It's actually rather invalidating to the other person, so I'm working on it. I also learned the hard way that being completely unproductive, like totally unproductive, is 100% necessary in order for me to continue functioning. And I found out that I need to literally build unproductive time into my week. After our move in October, I'd gotten into this really frantic pace where everything, and I mean everything, needed to have a purpose. Even meditating, I had to have a goal. And my walks, my walks, I wasn't just walking to take in nature anymore, to hear the birds, to see the trees. I was multitasking. I was listening to an audiobook for self-improvement or keeping a pace to get in a good workout or listening to other podcasts for research of one kind or another. So pleasure was just gone. And what was revealed to me in my writing retreat was a lesson of learning to slow down, to get quiet and to be gentle. Not so much with the world, but with me. So it was another truly full spiral moment because I've learned all of this before. But now I learned it yet again on a deeper level. A day before the retreat, I had this inner nudge to do something I'd never really done before. And I'm still not quite sure where the impulse came from, but I very intentionally, deliberately, and systematically emptied my plate completely. I checked out of work, not just in deed, but in my mind. I checked out of family obligations, made sure everybody knew what I was about to do, and made sure that they were okay. I checked out of social media. I mindfully checked out with my partner. I committed to silence my phone for the five days I was on the retreat and to only briefly glance at it a few times a day to make sure there weren't any emergencies or anything. I let all of that stuff leave my mind. And if any of it kind of tried to sneak back into my thoughts, I would just intentionally let it go again, just like with meditation. And then boom, I'm out. 
Then I gathered all of my writing essentials, my ceramic lime green lotus candle holder, a lighter for it, my spiral notebook, newly covered in stickers because stickers make me so happy, a cup of red rooibos tea, a glass of ice water, and my two favorite Signo writing pens. So check, check, and check. Then I gave myself over completely so that I could experience the retreat. At the start of the retreat, we were asked to do several things. First, we were instructed to become very aware of our pace, to consciously move slowly through our days and through our nights. One instruction was to chew the first three bites of each one of our meals 25 times. The purpose being to literally slow ourselves down and to notice. And just that one simple instruction was such a revelation. Highly recommend it for mindfulness. All right, next, we were encouraged to be silent as much as possible. Having never attempted the act of being completely silent before, I made the decision to try it for several days and just kind of see how it went. And to be completely honest, I wasn't sure how it was going to go. I'd always been a little freaked out by the concept of being silent, but I was really excited to see what would happen if I tried it. I had no idea what was going to happen, but I was totally up for it. And lastly, we were asked to fold a piece of paper in half. And just like a lot of retreats like this, we were asked to write on the inside an intention for our retreat. And without much thought, I wrote, be gentle. It's kind of a recurring theme in my life and in my work. And it's the first thing that popped into my head. So the retreat was extraordinary. Our days went from 11 a.m. to 8.30 p.m. And in addition to the silence, they consisted of deep meditation in the morning and then last thing in the evening. We had some writing, reading, and instruction in big groups and in small groups. And it was really rich in a way that I hadn't even imagined. I did have to walk through a few rings of fear, like the notion that if I didn't speak something, did it even really happen? Answer, by the way, yes. Yes, it did. But what my outer silence facilitated was this incredible inner silence. I realized if I'm not putting energy out, talking, la 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 la, I won't draw any energy in. It was a profound quieting that I never even thought was possible. And it totally blissed me out. There was so much power in it. I had no idea I could go so far away without even leaving my home. So one of our writing topics was, air quotes, no thank you. I wrote about saying no thank you to the sometimes relentless chatter in my head. The chatter that tells me to grab my phone, to snap a picture of something rather than just experiencing it, or that I need to write something down fast before I forget it. The chatter that tells me I'm not enough, or that I should be doing more, or that I shouldn't have done the thing I just did, or that my wrinkles seem to be getting wrinkles. I wrote, no thank you to grasping for a purpose, a project, a next step, silence. In silence, I can begin to hear. But it's not just about my literal silence or about outer silence. It's about inner silence. Not letting the outer world in, not letting its ridiculous little stories matter, not getting caught up in its absolutes or its shoulds, but allowing for the shoulder shrug, the, I don't know, the great unknown. Turning the no thank you to delicious uncertainty. And lastly, into yes please, And now here's where yes, please turns into that little analogous solution. So have you ever read the directions on a shampoo bottle? Right. It says lather, rinse, repeat. So what my work in this writing retreat revealed to me was the lather, rinse, repeat to finding and reclaiming inner calm. Cool, right? 
the lather was just to be and not do, to just get still. The rinse was what inevitably followed. My mind was basically washed clean when the chatter in my head disappeared and a sense of complete quiet and presence replaced it. And as for the repeat, well, when I reopened my little folded piece of paper at the end of the retreat, I was reminded that what I had written was be gentle. As a human in an incredibly noisy world with long-held habits, personal responsibilities, relationships, and chaotic energies constantly spinning around everywhere, it's just not possible to stay in that state of inner quiet. And I can beat myself up about that. But what I was so grateful to learn is that I can come back to this inner state of quiet anytime I wanted to, just by making the decision to go silent myself again. That silence is there. It's always there. And the choice to be gentle with myself, forgive myself for getting caught up in the chaos, is how I can get back to my silent right. Wishing you a gentle season of yes, please, and plenty of space for silence. Thanks so much for listening. And please remember to subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. Then rate, review, and share full spirals with your friends, your fam, the community, because we're all in this together. Till next time, take care. 